welcome to Deeply Rooted Online, where women encourage women by sharing scripture and stories of God at work. Hello, ladies. We are so glad that you've chosen to join us once again for our Deeply Rooted Devos, especially during this Christmas season. And uh, we are really thankful to have Leanne Zilanko, who's come along to share uh, an encouraging word about the birth of Jesus. As we're all busy bustling through this season, uh, sometimes we forget about the details around the birth of Jesus, but she's got a lot of some really great details that will just give us um, some reminders of how God paid attention to all of those incredible details as he brought his son to earth to rescue us. Go ahead, Leanne. This is great. So last year, I heard some new things about the birth of Jesus, or maybe they're not new to you, but they certainly were to me. And it gave me pause to just really be in awe of of how God works in the details. And just like others have said, Carrie said, you know, the waiting that the Israel people of God had to go through, how God was silent for 400 years. I can't imagine that. Um, And how the Israelites would have known the prophecies about this Messiah coming. And they waited and waited and waited. Um, And, you know, I can't imagine. We we talked a little bit about waiting um, and what things we've had to wait on. And I'm sure that you thought about that, too. Um, but if we think back to the Jewish people in Leviticus, uh, the people were told that the only way that sin could be forgiven or removed, or they could be cleansed from it was by the sacrifice of a pure spotless lamb. And that was fully ingrained into their culture and into their practices. Uh, and, you know, then God promised a new covenant, promised a savior. And he actually promised that there'd be a baby boy conceived by the Holy Spirit born of a virgin. And that's in Isaiah 9, 6, and 7, which I'm not going to read right now for the sake of time, but you can look that up. And then after this silence, this young woman, a nobody, hears this message from, from God that she's going to have a baby. And I that alone you could just sit and pause in for a while because that must have rocked her world and her betrothed joseph's world and all the family around them and yet mary praised god another detail is how uh god worked through the roman um emperor augustus caesar caesar augustus to say that a census needed to be taken and that everybody had to go back to their hometown and you know you didn't take a plane you didn't drive a car you rode a donkey nine months pregnant back to bethlehem um where it was it was prophesied that the savior would be born and then i'm going to read from luke 2 verse 6 and 7 just remember this was while they were in bethlehem So just let me read. I'm going to read from Luke 2, um, verse 6 and 7. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no room available for them. And 
you know, I always thought that's so nice, little clean, little box wrapped in claws. Um, and sometimes you think, oh, it's just rags they had lying around. But if you, if you really read into this, what blew me away was, you know, growing up, I heard it as swaddling claws. So they were special claws for wrapping a baby in. Um, those claws were used by the shepherds when a baby lamb was born. Um, so they wouldn't hurt themselves when they struggle after being born. These lambs were born um, to shepherds in Bethlehem. And the interesting thing about that is these shepherds just weren't um, ordinary shepherds. Um, so when you think of a shepherd, ladies, what do you think of? What's the picture you have in your mind? A smelly, cape-covered, long-dressed guy who's probably tired from being out in the sun all day and unshaven, long hair, um, unclean. I don't know. Can I go on? In a loving way. <laughs> Absolutely. So we don't often think of shepherds as being, you know, really important people, especially not back then. But these shepherds were different. These were actually ordained uh, shepherds. These, um, they were called shepherd priests. They were ordained to look after the sheep and the lambs that were used for sacrifice in the temple. They were close to Bethlehem. They weren't out in the wilderness. And it says that they were keeping watch over their flocks by night. And there was actually a tower that they would watch from. And they would watch and communicate when a lamb was born. Um, they would wrap them in these swaddling cloths and they would lay them on their backs in a feeding trough, whatever that looked like. Could have been a wooden box. It could have been a special stone. And they laid them there because the lambs would get calm and quiet and they wouldn't struggle and they wouldn't get injured. So they would be pure and spotless. How does that, how does that sit with everyone? I think it's so amazing that God chose to have his son born in that setting where we think of a baby being born. We think of clean and warm and uh, a planned place, but God's son was born into anything but a clean place he was put in the same feeding trough that they laid sheep in. But I think that that is so amazing that God paid attention to those details that he, the son of God was wrapped in cloths, just like the baby lambs. I think that's a beautiful reminder of his um, humanity, but also the details. Yeah. Then the other thing that just blows your mind is these, they're out, it's dark, it's nighttime, they're watching their sheep, they're hanging out, and all of a sudden this messenger comes from God. And it's not just a little harp playing cherub, but it's a messenger that comes from God and says, don't be afraid, for to you is born this day the Savior, and you will find him wrapped in swaddling cloths lying in a manger. 
And then there's a whole heavenly host, a whole hundreds, thousands of people praising God. These shepherds would have blown their minds because it would have been reminded that this baby wrapped in swaddling claws that they wrapped the lambs in lying in a manger, which is what they do with the lambs that are going to be sacrificed, is the Messiah. They would have known immediately that is the Messiah. And last Christmas, that just changed everything for me. Um, and it just gave me a sense of awe of how God works in our lives when we don't even know, right? All of this was going on behind the scenes and all of a sudden the Messiah is presented to them. Mm-hmm. And they immediately ran to see the miracle. Can you imagine the joy when they saw that baby? So I think my challenge for all of us is to sit for a while in the miracle of Jesus' birth. Not just, you know, put the crush on the mantelpiece or wherever and just, that's nice. But to sit in the miracle of Jesus' birth and contemplate what does that really mean for your life? not just at Christmas, but for every day. Well, isn't that such a wonderful reminder that you've given us, Leanne? And so as we close uh, this session, uh, let's just do as Leanne challenged us to. Let, Let us sit in that miracle of Jesus' birth and all of the details that God so perfectly put together to make it happen with such precision for the purpose of giving us eternal life. So Merry Christmas, everybody from the Deeply Rooted team. Thanks for joining us at Deeply Rooted today. If God has been speaking to you and you want to connect with someone for prayer, email us at deeplyrooted at myharvestchurch.ca. Be sure to subscribe to this channel to receive notifications when new content is released. And finally, let's stay connected with one another and deeply rooted in Christ. Thank you.